Welcome back, guys. My name is Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. And we are back in session where your fitness and lifestyle questions are answered and bro science is put to the test. Hey, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're back in the gym, so we want to get you back in there, too. So we're going to go over how to get back in your routine, how to enjoy your routine, and the differences between training and working out. So stick around for the end for some listener questions, and we'll see you on the show. Yeah. Look, look at the way that I glisten. I saw me tripping. Put it in gear if you gave me permission. Gave her some bash She walked out the clinic. Now she now gonna be so for a little Welcome back, everybody. We just got done with what can be called my third, third, my third real workout since uh, technically gyms have reopened. And that's like real workouts in the gym with weights. We're yes, back at it. We are back at I it. I say that's like your first full week. Right yeah, that was my first Boom. full week back, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. It's good, man. But the uh, it, it was rough. It was rough, and I appreciate you killing me. You're uh, paying the dues, you know. You just really can't do half the stuff that you want to do with body weight stuff like mm -hmm. a run just doesn't quite hit right i know there's like our runner fans out there and mm -hmm. the people who are uh, really in like pilates and stuff but that ain't me <laughs> well it's like you know when you go to the weight training from doing not weight training it's a different type of load to your central nervous system yeah and i guess uh it's just a different environment. It's like going to the office, right? It's like you get into like a work mode. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to do fucking dips on my coffee table and like, <laughs> you know, your cat's acting weird and you've got mm -hmm. a TV on. It's like, this is just not it. And the pizza commercial comes on and it's like, Oh, oh no, pizza, pizza commercial get me either way. Wow. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. I'm craving pizza in case you guys are interested. <sighs> I'm going to the grocery store after this. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. Proud. You I'm just go to proud. sprouts. It's like, hard to i mean they all have unhealthy stuff but it's all like super expensive the problem is the meat section is fucking weak for still have they have they improved their week's meat section again well you usually go on sunday which is the worst day to go what day is it now it's monday that's oh, monday so it'll be good today it should be i mean unless everyone else is like thinking it's sunday just like i forgot that it was monday well you're uh, right though because you're i only go to sprouts because you live next to a sprouts yeah so every time we're done recording i swing by sprouts yeah and it's always like evening sunday night you're right Everyone okay. ransacks the meat because I, I can't get a good steak or find like good cuts of chicken. I can't get, yeah, I, like, yeah. I can't get fucking chicken. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's the, that's the problem is yeah. uh, it's like, I'm not even out here trying to get like a ribeye or anything. I'm just trying to get like the staples. But I think it's also been because, uh, sprouts because of how they source their stuff mm -hmm. was a little slower in the recovery from like the, the meat like Walmart extreme yeah. meat attack that happened during coronavirus. Like everyone was like a little bit better about keeping shit stocked. Ain't no Tyson chicken. Yeah, right. exactly. So like, they're like, okay, we got to murder our chickens in a nice way. <laughs> in a more humane way than the other guy. Yeah, Walmart's like, oh yeah, we'll just do more more murder, higher yes. level, chicken genocide. More chicken. Done, easy, freeze it, yes. it's there. Oh, in case, if, uh, by this conversation, you guys should know that the month of being a vegetarian <laughs> is now over. Um, I started eating meat again. I don't feel different at all. Uh, yeah. I will say that uh, being a vegetarian is awesome. Okay. I think it's good. It um, as hard as you thought. We'll readdress it soon with actually working out, and we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. um, there has been some changes to the Dimitri Does It plan. So, are you going to go back, or, or are we talking about that at the end? No, actually, we can talk about it now. Doesn't matter. Okay. We don't have we don't have any topics to start the, the thing, so I guess we can just front load with Dimitri Does It a little bit. Okay. Um, the uh, the idea 
was to take yes. a week off mm-hmm. and then work out with being a vegetarian and actually talk about it more on like the Instagram and this, that, and the other and take it more seriously. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening was during my month of being a vegetarian and like not working out at all, um, cause I'm a good boy is I got fat <laughs> and then I was, so I, I, I got fat a little bit. Fortunately I'm carrying it nicely, but it is what it is. I'm like at two twelve. actually I'm lying two thirteen this morning, but that's also cause I got drunk this weekend. Um, water. it's okay. But the, uh, I was sitting there and I was like, okay, cool. We're going to do a vegetarian next month. It's going to be super cool. This, any other. And then I watched the most recent Tyson interview, Mike Tyson interview with Joe Rogan. Oh, he's talking about kale. Yeah. Kale's poisonous yeah, for kale's my blood. Kale's poisonous <laughs> for my blood. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I used to be a vegan, but then, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be an athlete. <laughs> and I was, he's talking about like, you know, getting erections from violence and like also like Mike Tyson is without a doubt one of my favorite psychopaths of all time. Dude's, <laughs> dude is a fucking warrior. He bit a guy's ear off. Right. He talked about how he like wanted to eat your children, rip out your heart. Uh, I am just like he said he smokes weed so he doesn't kill people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it makes me calm, so I don't it kill ma- people. It makes me calm. It makes me calm. <laughs> and then there's always that picture of him with the pigeons, like now, kid. <laughs> so uh, he actually was talking about it in the podcast. He was uh, talking about like he's like he's like I was a fat bitch. No one told me. He's like if you don't tell me I'm fat, you're my enemy. And I'm just like fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like this guy fucking gets it. Like this guy gets me. Well, he was like at the pinnacle of fitness. Remember watching him like in those. Well, he was clips. peak. He said that he gained too much weight. Yeah. And then before he started posting all the videos and preparing for this current fight he's getting ready for. Yeah. That he got pretty like out of shape. And yeah. for him, what that means is probably different like, than a normal human being. Yeah. But he's like, yes, I'm fat fuck. And I was just like, yeah, I'm because a fat he's used to too. looking like a fucking heavyweight title champion boxer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, it was it was interesting. And it was like the snap snap moment thing. Where mm-hmm. I was watching it, and I was like, "Dude, I don't give a shit about this vegetarian thing. Like, I just don't care. Like, I did. For, I know I can do another month of being a vegetarian. Yeah. What I know was going to be an actual challenge and actually good for me is getting back to like my fighting weight. Right. And uh, and I have not. And as as you guys have known, who has been sticking with us for a long time, like I've been pretty all over the place with like I've had no goals in mind really for like fitness. Mm-hmm. And I, I just didn't care. I was healthy. I was strong. And now I'm like, oh no. I now, think, now I let Corona let me get fat. This is this is what happens when you don't have a goal. I think you should pick a a powerlifting show date, and I should pick a bodybuilding show date next year. It's actually not a bad idea. That's what I think we should. I do. think my goal right now, really, what I want to do, although I like that, I want to put that as a side thing, this yeah. separate goal. But I do like that. Is uh, I want to get down to one eighty, mm-hmm. which right now is like thirty pounds away. Um. I think that's low enough to where I won't have to lose muscle mass, but also... Where were you at when you were, like, doing all that running after Bullock? Where was I after Bullock? Yeah. I got fat at Bullock, dude. Oh, I thought you were, like... No, I got fat you, during I thought you were, like, oh, I lost all my gains because I was running all the time. I lost all my gains, but I still got fat. Oh. Uh, I When I... Last peak, I was at... Like, so, like, before coronavirus, I was, like, 195, mm-hmm. give or take, between those two. And then when I got out of college, I was at, like, 175. Okay. So I think 180 gives me a little bit of flexibility without losing too much. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's something that I can, uh, I think you could, yeah, I, think I think that's something that I can for manage. That. And, uh, it's just, it's, I got to get serious about my health again. It's just like, you know, it's, it's a slippery slope and like we sit here and I'm sitting here pontificating and judging all of you guys. So maybe I should actually, uh, care about myself because I care about you so much. 
Well, the more you care about your your fitness, the more you'll care about their fitness. Exactly. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. It's, uh, it, it's super exciting, and uh, it'll be fun to relearn. And, and that's one of the things I'm excited to talk about on the podcast is, like, I am in an interesting position where I have a lot of knowledge. Um, I have Wes. I have, you know, you guys. And I get to use all these things that I have to like get back to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the last time I went from like, and we've talked about before I used to be a big old fatty fat fat and I had to do it by myself in ways that probably weren't ideal slash like weren't as constructive. So it'll be interesting, like using, doing it again with like better resources and I can talk about it. And uh, you know, we, we can do like our, that. we can do our best to do it together. So if you're feeling a little fucking chunky, if you're ready to get back, you know, into it, then now's, That's, now is the time you're with me. Yes. Drop me a BMS is with you. Drop me a DM in in the BMS. We can we're here for you. We'll chat with you. We'll do it together. Yes, be there together every single day. I will support you. Not everyone was illegally lifting for the last six months. So yeah, who would do that? That's against the law. (laughs) I know I fucking wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. So for all you law abiding citizens citizens out there that are trying to get back into it, here's some ideas and strategies and stuff that we're gonna do. Or that we've seen that works as far as getting back and maintaining your routine. Yeah. Well, first let's do wins and losses. Of course, of course. I don't even think I thought of mine before that, but real quick. Right. Okay. You're going to start it because you're probably actually prepared. Okay. For once. <laughs> for once. Yes. So uh, I would say my win is I finally learned how to do the hack squat correctly took me uh many years and it's also a win because i feel like my leg training mindset has changed to i'm going to try and get good at the hardest leg day thing that i could do and that if you're picking a motion that's pretty much the hardest motion you could do for legs hack squats right up there in the top five. Oh, absolutely yeah I fucking hate hack squats it, people avoid it because it hurts so much it's so fucking uncomfortable yeah so. i would rather do lunges then yes. do you hack squats and I fucking hate lunges. So Right. Honestly, I'd rather do the hack squat than the lunges. <laughs> so maybe those are worse. Fuck, go. lunges hurt. Uh but yeah. So my win is I've because every time you have to relearn something, and we'll talk about this more later, is like you have to take a step back in your form mm-hmm. and you have to take a sp- step back in your weight and you have to relearn it. And it's like what I imagine someone who has to like learn you know, a second language, probably not as hard, but, you know, they have to learn, like, a, say, you know, Spanish, and you want to learn, like, Italian. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to be similar, but different. Same, same, but yeah. different. There's it's a challenge. They're Latin-based, right? Yeah. But they're, they have differences, key differences. Yeah. So I feel like that's what I've had to do in a more simpler, less intellectual front. <laughs> yeah, it's intellectual in its own Yeah. But, so, that okay. was my win. Good win. My wood's just that the gyms are back. I'm back on my grind, and I get to talk about not being fat and being uh, doing great stuff. I love I love being in the position where I feel like I can make change. So that's just a win in itself. It's a very easy win, but, you know, we're good back one. at it. I'm feeling fucking good. That is a win, and I'm happy. I feel like you're uh, already feeling more chipper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wes has been dealing with me, like, fucking so much. Just, like, I just, like, arrived to his house. I'm like, do you ever think about the black void and stare <laughs> back into your heart? He's like, no. <laughs> it's like, I try not to. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sometimes I just lay in bed and I think to myself, it's like, what's the fucking point? And he's like, you need to get back to the gym. <laughs> you, you have too much energy. <laughs> like time to be constructive with those, <laughs> with that pain. Uh, the void can't get me if I'm asleep. Right. 
Uh, okay, what's your uh, what's what's your L? Okay, so my L for this week you is seem ready for your L. <laughs> I am I am ready. Uh, you guys are gonna laugh, but again, unintentional gym altercation at Mountainside. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> so me and Dylan were working out at Mountainside on Friday. This is fucking new. <laughs> and I think it was, no Saturday, Saturday. Um, and we were doing shoulders and arms, right? So everyone's trying to be all socially distant mm-hmm. and wearing their mask and be a good gym person. And just so you guys know, like we had to reserve spots and they only allowed like 30 people in the gym at a time. Sure. Stuff like that. Blah, blah. So yeah, we're over there and we're, this dude's doing dumbbell bicep curls, you know, over by the shoulder machine, the lateral race machine. Yeah. Uh, and me and Dylan are like finishing up our shoulder set and I was like, let's go do a burnout over there. So we go and get on the, the machine and the dude's literally standing like right next to it. Oh no. Like, you know, he's not using it. He's just doing dumbbell curls there. Like, just because there's a good mirror spot. Mm-hmm. So I get on it. I'm like, screw it. He's not using it. It's just there. I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to go in there. And I did my set. And then I got off. And Dylan did his set. Sure. And then we went around again. And I was like, I did my set. And I went to get off. And basically, he, I assumed that he would kind of move over a little bit. Just because so it's just like, natural. Well, right here, I'm doing this. It's, it's natural. Like, it's like, arms, oh, I'm, hey, sorry. Like, just yeah, shift over. like right next to his his body, you know. Mm-hmm. So then I like get up from the machine after I put the weights down, like all like, whoo, get up real quick. And I accidentally like back up right into him and like, Ooh. like hit him kind of like with more body weight than I would have intended to, oh, you no. know. So I was like, oh, my bad, bro. I didn't see you there, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like. I didn't pay much attention to it, but then at the end of the set, Dylan's like, dude, that guy is fucking pissed. Like, he's like, I guess he like stormed off and like did all it and oh like God. threw his dumbbells back on the rack. I didn't pay attention because I was hitting my set, but I, again, I, I, I fucking stepping on toes at, in the gym. I don't even think he's really stepped on toes, but I will say that like, I hate yeah. those little social faux pas at the gym. Yeah. Cause it's like 50, 50 chance that they're going to react like a total fucking asshole. Then yeah. you have the, the, the other 50% that are t- actually, I'm going to say like 30% are assholes. Like you yeah. bump into them and they're total jerks about it. Yeah. And then there's the other, like, you know, 60, 70%. There's like, Oh, it's okay. You're also awesome in here and we love each other. And you're awesome. like, wow, I did not expect that to go as well as that just did. I'm right. so sorry for bumping into you. I feel it's like one or the other, now. right? <laughs> There's only two options. Never an in between. It's never like a silent thing. Yeah. It's either they're an asshole or like they're asking for forgiveness for even standing in your way. Yeah. And it's just like, first of all, thank you for being awesome and polite. <laughs> but uh, actually this is a, this isn't an L. I have I, mine's less okay. than L. I don't even know. I just want to talk about this. But yes. I'm going to turn it into an L. All right. Uh, the L is that the the gyms are open. Super stoked. I think I gave some misinformation a while ago saying that Indy wasn't doing appointments. They definitely are. Masks on appointments. My L is that, and I'm and correct me if I've talked about this before on the podcast. There's people not wearing their masks at the gym already. Mm-hmm. Already. Okay. And it wasn't the group I expected. Because really? I, ex- I expected that it was going to be the meathead jerk guys that I always talk about. It's old ladies, isn't it? It's not old ladies. Okay. Not old ladies at all. All the old people there being awesome about it. It is young women, almost exclusively. Oh, wow. And one guy with his nose was out. And, like, I just kind of kept making eye contact with him to, like, try and, like, ESP him. Like, hey, hey, probably not. Yeah, you're and right. then 
No, oh, yeah, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just kind of like, just well, except my mask was on, so I'm kind of like, I just kept looking, we kept making eye contact, and like he kind of like lifted it over his nose. I kind of gave him like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even like in a weird way. I'm just like, you gonna, you might get removed, maybe, maybe. You know, I, I'm, I notice it. Other people notice it. Yeah, but the people who aren't wearing it and they're doing it bad. It's like the, it's, it's younger women. It's like down under their chin. Yeah, and they're just walking around. I'm like, I was like, does anyone care about me? No, okay. Huh? Other people, I can tell other people look at him. And uh, no one's really said much. I'm assuming it, it could have. It could have been a short-term thing. It's not like I watched them for an hour. I'm not a mm-hmm. fucking weirdo. Right. Um, what I am proud of is the uh, the fucking meathead totally not doing steroids tribal tattoo guys. <laughs> They've been awesome. They they're like the like, best at the mask. Yeah, they're awesome. They have like their cute little camo masks and like ones that have like angry monster mouths on them. Yeah. And they're fucking like, it looks all badass. Yeah. They, they got are. like a look. They came prepared. They're they're in the, they clearly take it very they're seriously. Animal universal nutrition. Oh mask. yeah. Dude, they all, they, it's so funny. They all have like cool little like nation <laughs> funny masks and I love them. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what I'm seeing right now is that you are very much like me and that you experience experience not having the gym for too many days in a row and you never want it taken away again right so you're like if i have to get kicked into nards every time i enter i'll come in a cup it's fine so you're saying that the these uh fit chicks are taking the gym for granted i think so yeah i at least in my experience i'm sure like uh there's someone else who could say like oh at my la fitness is all the high school boys yeah and that's i guarantee they are um but it are that, that specific location i'm at that is the group that because we don't have a lot of young people we don't have a lot no. of uh what i'd say like our amateur lifters like most it's a little more serious there. of a gym a little more serious yeah uh, especially for the women i would say there's more gym intimidation we talked about this we've talked with, about this in the past the gym and intimidation is really bad well yeah like, almost half of those girls have competed at some point yeah like almost half the girls at independence have been on stage. So it's like, sure. They're on top. And I, and I will say that the ones that I see not wearing masks are not ones that I recognize. Okay. So maybe they're like newer or like they're people who are in Scottsdale and their other gym still hasn't opened. Or, How's it like without any of the trainers there? Oh, it's awesome. Love yeah. it. Fuck the trainers. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. That's um, so funny. No, it's, it's, it's paradise in there. <laughs> it is. I'm not going to lie. Better. It is a lot. I'm sure better. it is. I'm sure. Um, and that's not an issue of the trainers. It's an issue of the size of the gym. Yeah, space. And uh, and it's just the fact that there's lower volume in general. I'm like, yeah. I'm just so <laughs> fucking with it. I'm like, man, like there should be less people allowed here. Like, why don't you guys charge more? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's fucking lower this population. Dang, that's um, nice. It's uh, yeah, dude. It's, you know, it's been great. I want to add to that a little bit, um, because you reminded me when I went to Mountainside on. Uh, what I don't know. I went two days last week. I went to this one up here by my house. Yeah. And when me and Nathan, one of my other clients, were walking in, there was like the people at the front desk were like, "Hey, you guys have to wait." They were like, because some shit was going on, and then apparently there was a fight of someone not having their mask on in the gym what? right before we got there. Like this is like like set- fisticuffs. Yes. Like apparently I didn't see it. It was like broken up by the time we got there, but this is at like 7 a.m. You know, at Mountainside uh, Pavilions, the talking stick one. And wow. Yeah. We got in there and the lady at the front desk was like, she was not okay. holding her shit together. She was like, Oh, you have to keep your mask on. She was like yelling at us, and we just walked in the door, and it's like, "Don't you take your mask off? You're not allowed to." And she's like, "Okay." So she's like been dealing with something. Yeah, like, clearly like, something happened before you got. She there. was panicking. It was like, "Okay, it was just a fight." You know. Like, well, there's something that's been bugging me about that, and it's yeah. been weird because it's like, we we yeah. 
can freaking have our opinions. We've talked about, actually, we we're driving here. We we're talking about how a lot of things have become team sport kind of things. It's not so yeah. much about the logic of things, so much as like, hey, like, this is what this represents for me and blah, blah, blah. Right. But what I'm noticing is that a lot of places aren't arguing with people who are refusing to wear masks mm-hmm. because people who don't wear masks seem to have a very high propensity of assaulting people. <laughs> like They're at, looking like, for a fight. They right? are. They show yeah. up to, like, you hear about, like, a Walmart and, like, some guy will show up wearing a mask. Like, hey, man, you can't be in here with their mask. And they start screaming at people and, like, they'll, like, hit people. Like, people yeah. have been, like, attacked. Right. And I want to say I heard about, like, a murder even going on with it. But that, there's usually, like, more facts. So that makes a better headline to say it was over a mask. Uh, so I don't really know, but there's straight up been people who like, they get told to wear a mask and they will assault people. Yeah. So it's like hearing that that happened at the gym even, and it's, it's so funny is they're like, it's my personal rights. It's like, all right, cool. Well, this is a private business. And yeah. my right is to tell you to go away. Mm-hmm. I can really tell you to go away for almost anything. Right. So that's true. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, dude. The fact that there was a fight over it, it's like that happened. All the gym bros were wearing masks, like all the big guys. They always do. They but so far I, I saw Supple, uh, several of the like middle-aged women were not wearing yeah. masks in there and no one was saying anything. Maybe it's not so much the, our gyms are unfair because I don't want to make this like our, our total things as women don't wear masks because I'll yeah, say when I go to the store, saying, but, yeah. women are the ones who it's are the other way around. The, the guys around. are the ones like, it's like the husband now. Exactly. The husband's there. always like the yeah. husband <laughs> not wearing it. His wife is like, could you just like for a That's like, that's totally me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and Nicole walking the store, I'm like, Put on the last second. <laughs> there was a, I saw a really great one at a Best Buy. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but there was an old man wearing a Trump one, like a Trump 2020. And I'm like, I know for a fact he bought that. He's like, ha ha, owning yeah. the libs. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to make me wear a mask and to advertise Trump. Like, I'm like, you, whatever it takes, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the. So funny. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's uh, the, the argument to be made there is people who are less serious about the gym and the ramifications of losing the gym are less likely to take the mass thing seriously. Yeah. That's what I think. It that is. is my art. That was probably cause I have yet to see any of like the, I, I guess I just haven't had the same workout times. They have like the serious lifter chicks that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. So that is, uh, I, I think that's probably what it is. It's like, if you went to an LA fitness, I, I guarantee it's a fucking disaster there. You know, one thing I'm also noticing is now doing two different working out at two different mountainsides plus the gym that I work at the people the general population clients I see are on average much more in shape than the normal general population clients I feel like a lot of the mainstream fitness crowd has not yet made their emergence back in the gym yet I think it's more like the like hardcore crowd that is mostly out there dude you know why in my head this is just like my theory is uh it's just because we're I think it's champing at the bit. <laughs> I say chomping. Chomping, yeah. Champing or chomping at the bit. It's like, I need to fucking get back in there. Whereas yeah. all of the, the regular population, they're like, oh, I'll get back it's in like, there, get, whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's inconvenient to have to make an appointment. It's inconvenient to wear a mask. Like, I'm just not going to go back. Yeah. So I think, I think right. that's what it is. I think it's like when you have more of your life invested in it, then it's kind of like, well, shit, I got to, you know, get my investment back, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. I got that. Well, we're rolling to twenty minute mark, so let's okay. go and uh, let's go and get in talking about what we were actually talking about. Uh, it does fit really what we were talking about. It was, we're going to be talking about uh, how I was trying to get my mojo back. We're going to help you get your mojo back. We're talking yes. about getting back into the routine of not being a fat quarantine hobo living in your home yes. and being gross. If your routine was upset by Corona and life, then you know you have to get it back at some point and. A lot of people relied on 
you know, a forced routine. Yeah. It's like their work or their, you know, whatever school schedule forced them into a certain routine. Mm-hmm. And now that that's changed, you now have to kind of create your own routine because yep. it's now up to you. Well, I talked about this when we were coming up with the topic. I was yeah. like, I used to go to work in the morning. Right. And every day I would just have my gym bag in my back seat. Right. So that meant that when I left, I had no reason to go back home. I just go straight to the gym. Mm -hmm. And then I work out there, change, put in a locker, work out, leave, go home. Then Mm -hmm. I can shower and relax and stuff. It's that whole concept of taking your shoes off at home. Like It's like, damn, those are anchors suddenly. Mm -hmm. But so now we don't have that. A lot of us still work from home, so you got to ask yourself. So I guess that really brings us back into it. It's like building in, maintaining that schedule. Yeah, it's like that's what you have to do is I feel like the first step is writing down your ideal schedule. And mm-hmm. it's hard to do because it's like your ideal schedule isn't what your day-to-day is going to be like. Yeah. But it gives you at least like something to shoot for, you know? Well, I'd say that right now the gym's forcing you to make an appointment. Yeah. Helps a lot. Because it, 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 it helps me you a lot. be disciplined. Exactly. Because yeah. I now have an appointment I right. have to make. So for me, I pick the, uh, the six to seven slot. Right. Which first of all, I hate that they only give me an hour. But, you know, what well, do we, they like find you and kick you out? I don't know. Since I do the last one anyways, you have to leave anyways. Uh, I, before I the cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what the deal is with that, but I, I I'm, I'm, I'm a rule follower. So okay, I'm just going to be, if they tell me I have an hour, You're a shoot for an hour. I I'm not going to hide. Um, <laughs> Hiding in the back. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, they know my face. Uh, but so for me, it's nice because it's like, okay, I have to be there from six to seven. So that means I'm done working around four to five. That gives me a couple hours to just, like, do my thing, get a meal in if I want to, this, that, mm-hmm. and the other, uh, clean the house. Like, this is, like, a good time for me to, like, continue being productive, and then I have to be there at 6. So do you, like, mentally do that, or do you do it on your calendar app, or do you draw a schedule? What do you normally do? I like that you say that, because I'm actually getting ready to download, like, a, a task app, like, for, like, times a day or something, or, like, tasks I have to get done for the day, because yeah. I have been really bad about managing my time since the quarantine started it's just like i'm my di- whole day was built around like different locations it's like morning work gym mm-hmm. home right and it was like i had like a, a loop that i did and that's like things happened in certain places now i have to like be a lot more organized so yeah I, I think that's a great idea it's like if you are having trouble getting your shit together again get an app mm-hmm. there's like google gmail has like a really good uh app for uh just getting your fucking appointments together there's other ones that i'm sure someone could think of yeah I think right now we're in a, a weird time where a lot of people had that forced schedule and routine from their work schedule and their work obligations, you know, being in person more. Mm-hmm. And now that we're all like doing more remote work and it's probably like less accountability more on you for certain situations yeah. that it's like people are now having to treat their jobs and their schedule kind of like entrepreneurs would or yes. like, you know, business owners would. It's yeah. like you have to like schedule your own type of shit in there. And it's like, I, Personally, like I have a uh, entrepreneur journal that I would used to track very consistently in, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I only fall back on it now when my schedule changes. So it's like when I'm having a new, you know, session schedule or I'm starting like at a different gym or, you know, like, Mm -hmm. hey, I have to like do this army training and my schedule is going to be different for the next month. Then I'll go back to that journal. I'll remap out what I think my schedule should look like. And then that mental idea kind of sticks with me as I go. Yeah. That's and what I do. It's, it's whatever works for you. It's yeah. like if it just is like setting alarms in your phone, if it's uh, writing it down, writing down a list, uh, using a calendar, using a scheduler, 
uh, at the end of the day, it's it comes like it always comes back to consistency. It does. You just have to pick what works for you, and then just keep doing it. I like doing like planning my meals. Well, no, I don't plan my meals first. I plan my like absolute necessity work necessities first. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I have a sale at this time. I have my hard set, set sessions, and then I have those in. Next thing I do is I plan my meals. Mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm not going to have a good workout or I'm not going to make gains unless I have my meals planned out. Sure. So then the next thing after that is now that I know where my meals are, I can now plan where my workout will fit in best based on those meals. Yeah. That's what I do. And another thing is like scheduling like free time is good too. Right. Because then you can make it easier. Because like instead of just being like your friend hitting you up, it's like, hey, let's go get a, a drink or whatever the fuck's allowed nowadays. Um, let's uh, yeah. let's go do this thing or play video games or watch a movie. You can say, oh, hey, can we actually do that mm-hmm. at eight? Right. Instead, and your friend's going to say yes. Like, I guarantee they're not going to be like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm hard on six. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's like, hey, like, I'm actually busy from this time to this time. It's already been scheduled out. You know how to divvy it. You know so what it is. You don't have to worry about that peer pressure. Right. Because, like, you have it to be. You have the free time. You can't make the argument of saying, oh, I have no free time because my schedule is like, no, you schedule in free time. Right. You have free time when you schedule it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it, it sounds stupid, sounds regimented, but also the whole thing about, like, uh, discipline is freedom is you will find a lot more fun in the day. Like, I've actually, I used to do that in college even. Mm -hmm. It's like I would schedule, like, periods where I'm like, I am going to do nothing but play Call of Duty. This is my time. And guess what? I played a lot more Call of Duty because of it. (laughs) Did you enjoy that Call of Duty more? I feel like I felt like it. it I, I don't think I enjoyed it more. I think it felt more earned. So I felt. Le- I wouldn't say I felt like higher enjoyment. I would say I felt lower guilt. Okay, more like you're like oh, I'm okay with this. Yes. Yeah, like, so like I never felt like man, this is hitting different. Yeah. But if I had not had like all of my other shit done and yeah. like knew where my day was at, mm-hmm. I would feel like in the back of my head like shit. You know, you, you got some. That. You know, yeah. there's something. Yeah. But if you have like it all put together and in yeah. place, it's like no, I don't have to worry about anything. I can get drunk and play call of duty if i want because i'm a big boy and i did all my stuff right so that's uh that's i there's there's a freedom to getting your shit done Mm -hmm. i think we all are really funny about being like oh like we're procrastinators we don't get things done yeah but it's like man i'm not gonna lie to you the other version has some benefits there's some (laughs) fucking benefits of getting your shit done early by the way you're gonna have to do it either way right uh i mean this is the pot calling the kettle black though it's like i fucking love procrastinating it's like i do it all the time but when I go through my streaks of actually, I would say fitness is the only thing I can ever get my shit together on with scheduling. <laughs> it's like work. I'm all over the place, but it's like, I always know exactly what I'm doing with fitness as far as my day goes. Is it because you enjoy it? It is. It is. It is. Um, and, and that's, it, I think that is important. It's like you have your schedule, you have what you do and, but do you like what you do? It's like going to work. Like, do you mm-hmm. hit, fucking hate your job? It's like, yeah. hey, get out of your situation. If you love your job, you never work a day. Well, fuck you. Whatever. Fuck <laughs> you. But with that said, fitness and uh, lifestyle and yeah. stuff like that, it's like, hey, like, you know, I fucking hate powerlifting. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, uh, what do you like? You know, I kind of like crossfart. Yeah. Or I'm like, you know, I kind of just like posing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like you taking can, you shirtless pics in the mirror. Exactly. Or I like, <laughs> I'm just kind of a cardio dude. Uh, do that instead. Like, do yeah. what you like. And right. it, because this is like one of those things, it's like, unless your job is in some way like unless required. Yeah, an athlete or your job. Yeah. And train the way you want, like to train. Yeah, who cares? I like doing Pilates and yoga. Like, sweet, dope, mm-hmm. do that. I like doing fucking, what is it called? Uh, 
the not pole dancing, but the, like the ribbon dancing shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I like nature hiking. It's just like, yeah, dude, whatever fucking gets your rocks off, mm-hmm. do it. And yeah. you, you will be happier for it. Oh yeah. And I feel like that's really good for the lifestyle people. It's like, mm-hmm. I just need to lose 15 pounds or, you know, I just want to like yeah. get into fitness. It's like, you don't have to join a CrossFit gym to do that. You mm-hmm. could join whatever version of the fitness that you like. Yeah. If yeah. you're doing your diet right and you are getting calories burnt, yes, how you do that is really, it's completely besides the point. It's like, yes, it, I think that we need to remember that 90% of everyone on life just like wants to lose a couple pounds and not mm-hmm. die an early death. Right. And I think that those people feel uh, maybe unnecessarily, they feel attacked just by like the existence of super fit people. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, I can't do what he's doing. It's like, Hey, but you don't have to. It's a different mindset. That's for sure. You don't have to be there. Like if your yeah. goal is not to be on stage, stop looking at that freaking Greek God dude and just focus on your shit. I think a big part of that and a problem with that is a lot of times the Greek God dude like comes across like they're judging the lifestyle client. Well, they are. They're fucking, I mean, like any yeah. like tribe, we're, we're very tribal. Yeah. And we've agreed not to be a political podcast. No, yeah. <laughs> we're very tribal as people. When we like meet people who are like us, we want to judge them. Like we're in the army. Yeah. We make fun of the Air Force dudes. Yes. Air Force dudes make fun of us. We make yeah. fun of the Marines. We all make yeah. fun of each other because we're in tribes. We all make fun we of make, the Coast Guard. Exactly. Right. <laughs> they're not a tribe. They're puddle pirates. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, like the same thing happens in fitness. It's like the trainers are their own little tribe. The, athletes are their own tribe the stage people are their own tribe the guys yeah. who like are at the gym every single day but mm-hmm. they're normal guys and girls are like the, they're their own group then you have like your freaking gen pop amateurs it's like they are disorganized but technically mm-hmm. they're a group right um it's just like we all start and it's when we get into these tribes we make fun of the people that aren't us oh yeah it's natural. I mean, is it positive? No. I recommend that you probably try not to do that. Yeah, it's in uh, the human's but best interest to not do that. If you, if you freaking it's kind of in our human nature and you know biology. Yeah, poke fun. Just poke fun. It's not yeah. a big deal. It's not that serious. Yeah. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like when you are, you know, I and I think even I just did it right now. It's like I described everyone as like a tribe, and I was like Gen Pop. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Like nah, dude. You're like just because you're not like in a group doesn't mean that you need to be or like even care about the judgment of them. And this is what I mean by gen pop. I mean like you're not training for something specifically like, you know, I'm not training to deadlift more weight. I'm not training to someone who's not training to step on stage. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I think Mike Tyson said it on that podcast pretty well. He was like, there's a difference between working out. Yes. There's a difference between getting ready for a fight. Yeah. It was and, training versus working out. It's a yes. completely different mindset. Yes. And completely I think completely different. That really goes into like, you know, do you enjoy your workouts? Because like, that's something that you sometimes can't get around. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if you're training, sometimes you're not going to enjoy your workouts. Like that's yeah. like, you're going to have to do workouts that you don't enjoy because it gets you a specific physiological response. Me today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's like, that is you can, sometimes you can't fall in love with that actual action that you're doing in the gym, mm-hmm. but what you can fall around with, uh, fall in love with is the peripheral benefits. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's a fucking great way to look at it. It's like the day to day sometimes sucks. It's always going to yes. be a slog. That's like the whole thing. If you do so, do what you love, you know, work a day in your life. It's mm-hmm. like, that's just not true. There's no yeah. such thing as like a, a completely charmed life. Yes. It just doesn't exist, but it's the culminating acts of all of it. It's like, right. uh, you know, 
you're not a hundred percent happy all the time. But when I was doing this, I was at an average 57% happy. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm doing this, I'm averaging a 70% happy. It's right. like the culmination of all of it. Yes. There's like a, a whole thing. talk about winning, parts. winning the day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think it was Andy Versillos that talked about that. He's like, every day you have a couple tasks that you complete or don't. And then you like ask yourself, like, did you win the day based yeah. on those three things you meant to do for yourself? They don't necessarily have to be a task. It's like, um, you know, be mindful, like go to the gym, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And it's like LW. And then at the end of the year, you quantify that. Ooh, I like that. Or at the end of the month or whatever. And it's like, That's you ask cool. yourself, it's like, are you winning more than losing? Exactly. It's like, so Dang. if you get to the end of like two months or three months and it's just like, my life fucking sucks. And if you kept track of that, then you do the, the statistics. It's like, damn, I'm losing 50% of my days. Wow. I'm yeah. a fucking, I have a 50%. I am. I am an F student at life right now. So like, so you can't be surprised that you're, you can't, you're failing. So, so how you can relate this to fitness is like, am I getting my meals in? Mm-hmm. Am I hitting my cardio and training? And am I drinking my water or something like that? Exactly. It's like if you hit those three things, you exactly. That is that's fucking perfect. Did I eat right? Did I drink my water? Did I do my training for the day? Yeah. And then you, if you had a rest day, change it to something else. Like, did I practice something? Yeah. And it, boom, 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 W. If you didn't, fucking L. Like I you, swear. And you have to be, like, really strict with that. If you can hit three wins a week, I think that's a win for the week. Any, any still would say <laughs> you should fucking hit all your wins. Well, you can't work out seven days a week. Well, no, you change your, but you change your W's right, for the that's week. That's true. So if you have a rest day, instead of being a gym, like, you still have that time. You still have an hour and a half to two hours. Like, what are you going to do with it? Uh-huh. Are you going to stare at TV or are you going to say my win for that day is I'm going to hang out with my family or talk to my kid or I'm going to like try and be better. And that's not to say that every single fucking waking hour needs, but you should have already had your fun time scheduled. We talked about this, (laughs) but uh, yeah, dude, it's a, it's, it's a thing. It's something to think about. And it's that again, helps you like to retool your routine. Yeah. It's a little tool. I'm actually going to start doing that again. I'm going to start doing that with me. We're going to start winning. I like that. I think that's a good idea. I think that'll be a good thing. Have you, can you think of any examples of things that you've like taught yourself to like that you didn't initially like beer? <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. <laughs> ah, Lord. <laughs> um, for me, and I need to get back to it is fuck. No, that's a lie. I've always hated cardio. I just got like, I, so I, we well, talk sometimes about, you can trick yourself into liking it. Well, we talked know? about stoicism. My yeah. whole thing is like, I, it's not that I like things. It's yeah. that you say, I don't like this. But that's okay. That doesn't make it a bad thing. It's like, I don't like uh, cauliflower. I don't particularly like cauliflower yeah. as a person. Right. I don't think cauliflower is a bad thing. Yeah. Because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the same thing. It's like, I try and do that. I will say that, um, well, like, yeah, I'm trying to think. Right. I'm trying to think. I learned that drinking water was actually a big one. Now mm-hmm. that I have my gallon, I'm freaking drinking all my water. But before that, I actually, for a long time growing up, I was just like fucking dehydrated always. Like you yeah. couldn't get me to drink water. It's not like I was like a like one of those kids who's always drinking soda. Yeah. It's just that like you'd have to remind me to drink water. Yeah. So that was something I had to like actively take a thing like, or a thought and say like I need to do this. And now I'm like constantly freaking drinking water because I realized how dehydrated it was all the time. So I would say that's one thing that I learned. Now I like can't get through my fucking day without water. Whereas mm-hmm. like for I would say almost almost 19 years of my life i was like always dehydrated that's just how i operated right well well yeah so it's like not that you fall in love with water but you fell in love with the benefits of the drinking yeah it was water. annoying for me to drink yeah. the water and i was like oh my god because like it's just, i don't know why i just didn't really do anything for it's me. like it's, a task you know yeah exactly yeah. It was just a task or something i need to remember to do but now 
the concept of like being dehydrated like i just love not feeling like shit i guess <laughs> <laughs> so funny you it's say like, like that. that's what i think back when it, was, it sounds stupid there's someone out there like really dimitri you just didn't like drinking water like you didn't like being you know doing the one thing it takes to live yeah yes yeah <laughs> i was fucking bad at keeping myself alive that's funny <laughs> is there anything that you've uh, you've learned to not well, hate or at least like better i guess uh one thing we could talk about is, yeah, like I feel like I've taken that mindset to certain styles of training and certain lifts as well. You know, like, and you kind of did it too when we started doing volume training. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first started training, I was all about like, I want to get high numbers on my bench, on my deadlift, on my yeah. squat. And I, you would train like that. And that's what I enjoyed. That was my favorite part of it was like beating my numbers, getting numbers getting up, getting numbers up. Yeah. And it was, you know, I would tra- that I really enjoyed and loved that style of training. But what I didn't like was how I looked and I, mm-hmm. my look and my physique didn't really change much yeah. or in the way that I wanted it to. So what I had to do is I had to adopt and trick myself into liking and enjoying volume training, which I don't like. And I always hated because it was like, you know, when you did the stuff in sports where you're like, okay, we're going to do a hundred pushups. Yeah. Go, (laughs) you know, like, it's like, fuck, this just hurts. This sucks. You know, it's like, I don't want to do just a hundred pushups as quickly as I can. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and burpees. Yeah. It's something like that. Like do 50 burpees, like something stupid. And it's like, I had to kind of treat it as a challenge and as like a, this is me leveling up on those people that don't want to do this hard thing. I'm going to change my answer to that also too. Cause you're <laughs> right. Cause when we first started doing volume training with, when I started doing it with you, like I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You hated it. I was like, uh, I'm trying to pick this up one to five times max. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually you're like, okay, I'm making gains. I'm building my shoulders and chest and blah, blah, blah. And then I feel like you started to appreciate it more. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not as much as I do, but you know, still. Yeah, and it's like it comes down to like enjoying your workout slash. Yeah. How does it make you feel about yourself? Because like right. you're saying, like I like I love seeing that number go up. When I yeah. looked in the mirror, I didn't see what I wanted to see. Right, exactly. So it's like you know, is what you're doing that's working to your out goals? or training? That's yeah. the di- that's a difference right there. An example of you choosing training over just working out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard for some people. A lot of people it's just go. I think it's a lot of people go to the gym because they feel like they have to. It's like my doctor said if I or if I my parents have like weight issues, so yeah. I have to go. Well, it's like we'll find something for you. Like you know, do you want to see your numbers go up? Do you just want to run really fucking fast? Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the whole thing about the like if you want to fight the system, you have to be fit. It's like, just like <laughs> uh, I think, do you want to like in a situation like that your family was in trouble. Like, dude, that's, like, kind of things I think about, man. It's, like, the stuff, like, uh, if there was an emergency and you're, there was a car crash and you got into a car crash and, like, someone was dying, the only way that you could, like, make sure they were okay is you have to be able to run a quarter mile to the gas station as fast yeah. as you could. And then call some and, and, get, and get there and be like, hey, I need you to call 911. My phone got broken in this car yeah. crash. Could you do that? Could, or could you, you carry them to like you know the ambulance or yeah or, or get you know? them out of there yeah just anything yeah. like that like you know these are all like really stupid theoreticals yeah. that may or may not happen if that motivates you then that's fuel you it, can use yeah it's just a know? thing it's like what what is your end state yeah or if you just want to be a freaking spicy mommy or poppy yeah some people just want to freaking be hot <laughs> well <laughs> I mean I did you you said you read uh, Think and Grow Rich right by Napoleon Hill. <sighs> No, I haven't okay. read that one. Oh, well, this, one of the things they talk about is like, and that's when we always make the joke about breakup gains. 
Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> sex is a huge motivator for getting fit. Yeah. It is like probably for, for guys and for, I'm assuming for girls as well, it's probably one of the biggest reasons why people, you know, get started in fitness or dabble in fitness. Or even like uh, you can make the argument that a lot of people might say like, that's not the reason I want it so that I can be strong and successful. It's like, well, and so you know you, what women are attracted to? That? Strong and successful people. Yeah. <laughs> and why do you want to be strong and successful? <laughs> it's like, I'm sure we'll find somebody who would argue in circles all day. But yeah. if you follow the chain long enough, it's yeah. like, I want people to respect me. I want people women to, to find me, to me valuable. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's not that you shouldn't be ashamed of that. No, it's, it's, it's but that's just fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I mean, I guess our next one is, um, are uh, a topic on here are your workouts cathartic and what i mean by that is like some people you know you hear them say like oh i work out so i don't like murder someone you know or they're like angry or that's like how they fight the (laughs) demons and i feel like you can like some people do that automatically Mm -hmm. right there's like that person who's got some pain behind their eyes that you know they're working out because they're like fighting some demons or whatever but i feel like the average person can also tap into that you know, to a degree as well, if they allow it to become like a battle in their mind, you know, a battle with themselves. Yes. So I feel like that's a useful way to c- tackle not working out, but training. Yeah. Especially if it's something you don't enjoy. Cause like some people do like meditating. Some people yes. do stuff for some people working out is the meditating. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean by it being cathartic. Yeah. So it's like I found, and I, I, I'm not one of those people who have always been like, Oh, I have to work out so that I don't go and beat someone up, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm going to be angry and that's how I get all my anger out. But I have found ha- how to access more, you know, I guess emotion or intensity in the gym by, you know, waging mental war and what I like to call being in the trenches in the gym. Yeah. So, yeah. That's no, I agree with that entirely. I think that's a freaking great thought process because, like, for me, like, I'm one of those, like, fight the demons guys because it's yeah. like, for me, it's like, I literally. For me, my cure for my anxiety is going to the gym. Right. And it's my meditation. That's my time. Mm -hmm. That's where I get to be left alone and I can do my thing. And uh, if I don't get to do that, then I have trouble sleeping. Um, I find that I have like a shorter temper with people. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I'm just overall in a funk. So that's that's cathartic for me. Yes. They tell you my plan for future compound. No. Top level studio. Yes. Level below that, regular gym, <laughs> basement. It's the pit, the dungeon. <laughs> it's just a dungeon. It's also a gym, but it's very poorly lit. Yeah, walls are black, and I'm allowed to play whatever music I want. And you have big plates you can slam on the ground. Yeah, nice. Everything's padded. I like that. And this is, and that's the, that's the pit. And you have to sign a waiver to be in the pit. And you have two (laughs) plates welded to the bar. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Weak men are allowed. No, one plate. Sorry, one plate welded to the bar. No, 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 no. Our weak men and women are allowed in the pit. You don't have to be strong to be in the pit. What a baller move to like fucking weld a plate. (laughs) I'm going to lock it in that we are inclusive to all strength (laughs) levels. It is a mindset. We will have a waiver. There's no talking during one hour periods. It'll be 15 minute talk periods, yes. <laughs> but getting past it. Yeah. The, don't worry. The pit's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to be called the pit fiends. <laughs> pit fiends. Pit fiends. We work out. Um, That's how it starts, man. That's how it starts. We've, uh, we've, we're dwelling on things. Um, <laughs> well, moving forward a little bit, it's uh, the, 
one of the things we also I think we talk about is you know we we have on here like music and content to reinforce a mindset, mm-hmm. and I think that we can just chalk that up to what you choose to feed your mind is like what's going to come out of it. If you feed right. it shit, what's shit's going to come out? Like, mm-hmm. I don't mean to be like that guy. Like, listen to your funny stuff. Like, I was I sent you like a, a Snapchat like these two guys like who were just like completely like alcoholics. <laughs> And he's like, it's like, I love these people who I listen to because they're just such shit bags. Well, it's like, you don't, I'm just saying like, as long as it's not all that you listen exactly. to. Exactly. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so it doesn't have to be like, you only listen to freaking positive guys who are like, let's yeah. go. But if you see too. that like yeah. everything you listen to is like really negative and like really not like good and like you have a negative way of looking at things and like you're in, in shittiness and everything mm-hmm. sucks, it's like maybe you should look at like what you're surrounding yourself with. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you are, I know that we all get sad and like what we want to do is like listen to sad music to get sadder. Like it's like a very normal thing for people to do. Yeah. But like maybe don't. (laughs) Do it for a little bit and then stop. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like if you found yourself has been doing it for like a week straight. (laughs) Yeah. It's like maybe like open the blinds and play. Yeah. Put on some Coldplay once in a while. (laughs) No, I mean, and that's, but that is a good point. I think, uh, just try and even like maybe surround yourself with people who are more positive. Like if you find that all your friends are like freaking, you know, a bummer about shit, then like you don't have to yeah. stop hanging out with them. But it's like if every time you're like, hey, I'm going to the gym and your friends are like, oh, who gives a shit? That's so lame. Why do you do that? Like you're stupid. Like you you're stupid. Who cares? Yeah. You're not going to help. Yeah. And it's like, hey, uh, I'm just going to not mention this around you guys anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I still like you as a person, but you're clearly a freaking shithead about this. So. Yeah. Do you ever like have a favorite song that you like to play when you're hitting hard set or anything like that? I, I ruin like every song I play. I just play oh, like just I find like a song that I love and I just play it over and over until okay. I hate it. So do you use one of those songs that you really like, you know, to put on like right before you do it? The one set? distinct one I remember, which was like my go-to PR song for like two years was yeah. uh, Diamonds Aren't Forever. Uh-huh. Um, was that, was Is that, that a Treyu? Huh? Is that a Treyu? A Treyu? A metal band? Uh, it was a, god damn, why am I forgetting who it was? It was a, it's like a screamo song. It sounds like a metal band. It song. is. It's metal sort of. Yeah. I don't know if they, I think they call it like post hardcore. Oh. Diamonds aren't. I can't spell it. Diamonds aren't forever. Bring me the horizon. Why couldn't I remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Bring me the horizon. Diamonds aren't forever was like my go-to song for like two. Even still now, I'll come on like in rotation. I'm like, all right, we're going to hit this fucking set. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, I think that it definitely helps like, some I used to listen to it before, like, uh, oh, I can't wait for that beat to drop. Then I'm going to hit the set. Uh, yep. I used to do I did that for a long time. Um, I, now I feel like I I go for more of, like, a f- phrase that supports me continuing to work hard. Are you a words of affirmation guy? Are you, like, a, are you like a motto guy? Well, it's, like, this one Young Thug song that I like uh, that I've been listening to. What, what is the phrase? Um, he's just talking about, like, he's, like, um... One of the lines he's going in, he's just saying, like, I'm not going to sleep until I, you know, ball out and do all this stuff first. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to quit this set until I finish and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's like finding something like that that, like, kicks you and gives you a little bit of motivation to feed off when your set's getting hard can be, like, a mental edge for sure. you can gain. Because, like, for example, that last set that we did of the pull-up barbell pull-down yeah. death uh, tri-set, uh, like, on that last one, you know, you're winded, you're tired, you're already failing at three compound lifts because you've done it with short rest. And it's like, it's a mental battle at the point. 
So it's like that's when you kind of need that edge yeah. or something to feed off. If you don't have your gym partner with you or your gym crush there that you have to impress, <laughs> then that's another resort or something you can get at least like a little bit more intensity from. Another thing that I've I, not a lot of people will probably actually I'm sure plenty of people do this. I feel like I'm like a weirdo when I do it, though, is I, I used to uh, be really big on like I bring my belt to workouts mm-hmm. and I try not to use the belt. But like if I ever got to a point where I was just like, all right, like we got to get to business, like I would belt up. And that was like telling me that was like me like putting like on the cowl. rolling the sleeves down. Yeah, like that serious. was like if I put on the belt, yeah. like that means like it's like Ash Ketchum turning his hat. Oh, shit, here we go. It's like if I put the belt on, that means like we're getting serious. Like, yeah, it was like, like a mental framing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like when Dimitri has the belt on, that means like we're not fucking playing around anymore. Like, I this, like that. this is something that needs to get done. So that was like a very specific, I wouldn't just wear my belt. I like that. Like, I only wear the belt when, like, shit's about to happen. Mm-hmm. That's so really good. That was a that was a big thing for me. Um, yeah, I mean, that mindset stuff's really good. And I and we had a note in here, and I actually just want to mention, like, this is a disclaimer for all of this. Um, don't feel bad if your limits are lower than they were yeah. before. Um, we were talking about how we worked out today. It's like, so typically... I'm way better at back than Wes. Like, I just have a very well-developed back. Strong back. He kicked the shit out of me today. Like, he was, like, ahead of me by, like, an extra. And that's not, like, a, a bad thing or a good thing. I'll get back. But, like, there was, it was weeks. funny because I'm, like, watching it. And I'm, like, fuck. Like, he's, like, at two plates. I'm, like, a plate and a half. I'm, like, like what the fuck's going on? Dimitri's, like, like, oh, wait. I haven't worked out in a long goddamn time. Yeah, and you've done the two plates before. Yeah, I've seen exactly. you do it. You know? Well, yeah, I was like, that's like that was like my cruising altitude yeah. for a long time. It's like I was like, man, but like it's good to like look at it in a positive way though, because you're like, oh man, I got to get back. Yeah. But I think uh, a lot of us get hard on ourselves, and it's just like, hey, relearn your limits. Because the thing is, if you go in there and you try and do your pre-quarantine numbers, mm-hmm. you're gonna hurt yourself. And then congratulations, yeah. doofus, or now you're, you're out. sore all week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, that's one of the things that's worse, like, yeah. especially when you're going back to the legs. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing really light for my legs because I was like ooh, you know what i'm gonna end up fucking doing is i'm gonna overdo it and i'm not gonna go to the gym next day because i'm gonna be like can't sit on the fucking toilet sore right and uh, i took it light i was smart and guess what the next day i was still can't sit on the fucking toilet <laughs> sore so i was like can you imagine if i did what i what you normally what do <laughs> so it's like okay yeah really smart like it's making just you know take it one step at a time you'll get back there it's you know so it's true. it's a marathon not a sprint yeah and as we've said in the past it's time to like you know Oh, I guess we'll save it for later, but it's time to relearn your shit, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is plenty of good time right now. I want to, we, we also like, so it is kind of a combination of the Dimitri does it slash like what we're going to be talking about right now is, uh, so the plan originally was take one week off of being a vegetarian and then be a vegetarian for another month. Mm-hmm. And I do still want to do that. Uh, cause I know, and the thing is the reason I'm putting a pause on that is I know that I can do that and it's not a problem. Right. But what I want to do is retool my diet again and get back to like a normal place. Cause like I've been fucking with my diet for like how long now? Like several months, at in least a row. three or four months. Yeah. yeah I, dude, I haven't like had a consistent freaking thing going on for months. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I started to realize I was like, I really just need to get back to like a weight that I want to be at. And then I can start fucking around again. So we're able to see more of like with the effects too. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, and it's like, who cares? It's like, it's not that serious. Yeah. And, uh, but we thing is a lot of us need to admit that we are at a point where we need to transition our diets because it's really easy to eat like shit when you're locked in your house all day. Right. A lot of us have not had access to our fridge for eight hours a day. Um, you know, every single day of the week. It's hard when board eating is an option. Yeah, board <laughs> yeah. eating is awesome. 
Yeah. So it's uh, it, this is a good opportunity for us to stop and be give ourselves a really hard look and ask ourselves, am I really doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Because like my thing that I had to look in the mirror and say, I was like, I was always saying like, like I don't need a fucking track. I know what I'm doing. And that was true for a long time. Um, it's not true right now. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was a vegetarian, I was like, oh shit. Like I'm because your baseline's off. That's oh, yeah. why I'm all over the fucking place. Also didn't have like my daily workouts, all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Um, looks like we're back to uh, counting for a while until like, you know, we can get back to where we're supposed to be. And uh, that's sometimes it's like an ego check. It's saying like, hey, look, you're not the smartest fucking dude in the room. Like just like sometimes you need to like, you well, know, yeah, take a step back and say that we, we all should do that with our diet every once in a while, like dial back and be like, look, is that really two tablespoons of peanut butter? Or is that like fucking two scoops of peanut that's butter? That's funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? exactly. It's like, See, we I, all have to do that. You know? I weigh my peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, I can't be trusted. Yeah, I can't be fucking trusted with any of that shit. It's like I, I fucking weigh everything because I'm a liar. <laughs> I've done it. I'm I like, oh, th- that's a cup of rice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> two, <laughs> one cup. <laughs> three. One cup. There. Or have you seen that video where she's like two shots of vodka and like she just keeps pouring? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, one yeah. One glass that's, of wine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. One glass of wine is a great one. <laughs> that's that gets me a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's a slippery fucking slope. Um, the and uh, then uh, the other side of that is this is a, a great time for you to start a diet. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's be reminded, like we always say, it's about longevity. So True. I think a lot of people are going to come out of this. They're going to be looking like a fucking pale bag of mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And they're going to think to themselves, hmm, I'm going to go and be keto now. It's yeah. like jump on this HCG diet and eat 800 calories a day. Yeah, Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I'm... I'm it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm here for you. I support you, but also Dimitri you, went through these juice cleanse so you don't have to, all right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I like I said for the juice cleanse, it's like if you want to reset your brain, great. If you want to lose weight, nope. Yeah. Meat diet, just don't fucking do it. Vegetarian diet, it can work. Oh, I have a client who's doing keto. I'm excited. But she's, keto, keto works. Or not keto, uh, carnivore. <sighs> And she, she's heard our episodes and she's heard everything. And I even told her, I'm interested. Let me know how she does. She said she's eating like bone broth and like all these yeah, other so like fancy I, things. Yeah. I was doing bone broth. Yeah. I was doing fucking steaks every day. I was doing eggs. I was doing cheese and my brain went dumb. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I, see. I, I I'm see interested. We'll see. I told like, her I'm excited to see how it goes. Cause the thing is, I think that when I talk about how I'm carb sensitive, yeah. I think it's because my body like really is adapted to carbs. So like, my body likes to store it. It likes to use it. Whereas like when I did, when I took out the carb sensitive, if you're lifting though, that's the thing. Interesting. You're not carb sensitive. If you're not lifting. Interesting. Maybe I should have done well, the carnivore diet like while I was sedentary. Oh yeah. I'm saying you aren't. Maybe I should have been a carnivore while I was sedentary. That's when I should have done it. I feel like some people, like if someone can't gain weight or they're like, you know, everyone knows that person who can, who is like, I can't gain weight. And they're super skinny. Yeah. You know, that person is going to be carb sensitive no matter what. Yeah. But the rest of us Americans true are not carb sensitive unless we're really working out. The, uh, the other thing was, uh, yeah, this is like one of those side things you don't think of is my kitchen. I had to clean it like every day cause it was oh, like covered in constantly meat, like this, meat. this film of right. fucking butter and <laughs> fat and it was just like it was just so like it was just it's i couldn't keep up with it 
you know what people are doing? They were like boiling everything. They were like oh, that's boiling disgusting. stews. That's they were like gross. This guy that I follow on Instagram, who's a carnivore, way off topic, but he like all he does is fucking like make meat and beef stews. <sighs> but you, like if you don't have vegetables in a stew, then like what the fuck are you doing? It's like bone broth and like yeah, I guess I'm sure it's fine. Well, I think he puts like vegetables in the broth, but he doesn't eat the vegetables. Is that cheating? I like that. I, some would say that's definitely cheating. Yeah. But I'm a guy. I, there were some people say like you're not allowed to season your meat. And to that guy, I say, be cool. You're no fun. <laughs> be cool. Yeah, that's what we mean when we're talking about sustainability, right? So it's yeah. like, <laughs> like if you're yeah. the kind of guy that's like, I'm going to eat raw red meat, no seasoning. It's like, yeah, I'm sure that'll work great for you. But yeah, yeah, so the thing is, it's like, this is not, a, I would not say this is the time for you to uh, pick up something crazy. I would say right. this is a time for you to do something very sensible, get your head right, get your diet right. Get, get on your, a routine. Your routine right. And, you know, we can... Uh, we can kind of get through this. It's a fresh start. This is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. This is a, you know, the the brightest time of the day comes just at dawn. You know, there's a dark. <laughs> just before dawn. It's dark and then it's bright. You know, one thing with like dieting that and I've said this before is unsustainable diets work if you know that they're unsustainable and you account for that after it's over. But if you don't and you're like, I'm going to do this crash 1200 calorie diet yeah. and you feel like, I'm just going to do it with no plan for what you're going to do after. That's when people run into trouble because they do the diet for six to eight weeks. They lose weight, they starve themselves, and then they binge after. Okay. So that's, I think, a good way to, when we mean transition into a diet and, you know, pick a diet that you actually enjoy, then what that means is making it work with foods that you enjoy. So it's like... I've, I've talked about a million times where I say I like I eat the same breakfast and dinner pretty much, but those lunches I rotate, you know, it's like, I feel like those foods that I eat, I've doctored them up to a, a version of them that I can enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Using spices, using like either the air fryer or pressure cooker or whatever. Just yeah, so you don't it's have like, to trust the person on the internet every single time. You have like, to make boiled chicken. Sometimes they have shitty sense of taste. Like, yeah. There's... All the time, I'll, like, look up a recipe, and then it's, like, especially with, like, Hispanic food, like, people who aren't from the Southwest making Mexican food is fucking hilarious sometimes. <laughs> so I'm, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And it's, like, because I wanted, like, a, like a turkey ground, a ground turkey uh, taco recipe, and then mm-hmm. I was just, like, I read through it, and I'm just, like, I got this under control. This person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of people who are not good cooks out there, and it's, like... The macros are right, yeah. but it doesn't taste right. It's like, look, you're not going to stick to your boiled chicken diet forever. Sorry, that's not going to be a life-term, lifelong sustainable thing. Or it does work for them, and they think that that's normal because they're everyone, a weirdo. Because they're a robot. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people who are like that. It's like, oh, food is fuel. And I'm like, I was actually like that for a while. Um, I was also probably clinically depressed. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, that the, doesn't uh, work for everyone. It was, uh, it's, it's not all the time. It doesn't work for everyone all the time. Actually, it's not even true. I totally had, like, sauces. Yeah, I don't fucking get that. Like, I don't forget. I'm not a guy like won't let myself have ketchup. That's bullshit. Yeah, I think unless you're like the 12 weeks before contest prep, you don't have to do that. Like, I've gotten pretty like you've seen me still eat foods Mm -hmm. that like aren't considered diet foods and still make progress this year. (laughs) Well, that was like (laughs) that was a slip up. That was a clear slip up. But I mean, like, for example, I'm going to have pasta for dinner tonight, but I've accounted for those carbs and I've factored it into my my macro. So That's it's the not bad part. You factored yeah. it in. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's coming. You're expecting it. It's we just worked out. So I need carbs to replenish my workout. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, it's the timing's right. The macros are right. So it's not going to detract. Boom. That's making it sustainable. Boom. Yes. We are ready. 
Uh, also, we are running in a little late, and we've kind of covered everything. I, I like this conversation a lot. This is one I enjoy, especially being that I'm actually in a situation where I'm, like, you know, trying to uh, build back. So we'll do that together. I'll try and be honest with you guys and let you guys know where my failings are. And uh, please let us know if you're in a situation yourself where you're trying to get back to where you're at. And, you know, we can definitely, you know, try and do that together. Yes. And uh, join us back. We are going to roll into Kendall's Corner. Yes. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. So I've got your first question here. You sent them over to me. Um, The first question for you is, what is the best pre- and post-workout meal or snack? And by this I mean, is it better to have high carbs and fats before or after training and then examples of ideal carbs before and after training. Yes. Okay. That's a good, that was a this very well-worn question. question. I really, really like good. this because they're, they want specific examples. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do before and after training, unless it's your last meal of the night, I like to keep fat very low and carbs and protein high. So what that means is like, say I'm going to work out after breakfast. I'm going to have oatmeal, cream of rice, whatever my carb source is in the morning, and egg whites. Or I'm going to have that with a protein powder or whichever version of that, you know, lean protein. You can do chicken. You can do fish. Like, I know that doesn't sound good for breakfast, but I'm trying to give you examples of lean proteins without fat. There's no such thing as breakfast versus dinner food. It's a freaking weird social construct we've created. You can eat fish in the morning. Yes, you can. You can eat chicken. You can eat fish. You can eat beef. It's just... Yeah, you don't have to have your ham or whatever sausages. It's like that's where people run into trouble is when they eat too much fat in their first meal in the morning because then you're full for hours Mm -hmm. and you can't get your next meal in. So it's like, and that food is sitting in your stomach while you're working out so you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So what the book answer is, no more than 10 grams of fat pre and post-workout unless it's your last meal of the night. Okay. So what I like to do is I'll have my cream of rice with my egg whites before and then I'll have like a chicken and rice and veggie meal with minimal fat, less than 10 grams, and then work out. So I've got two high-protein, high-carb meals. I work out, and then my very next meal is either a protein shake or I'm having another carbon protein meal. For sure. That's what I like to do. Um, was, is there any more of that question? You sent me another question, but you sent me your response to that person, not the question. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I see that one. Hold on. Did I hit all the parts of that first one? Uh, I believe so. At before and after? No, wait, after. Did you hit the after part? Okay, so I didn't get to where eating fats. I think eating protein and carbs just like you did, you know, for your breakfast and pre-workout meals should also be repeated post-workout unless you don't have the carbs to eat. So if you don't have any carbs left, then save your carbs for, for pre-workout. Mm-hmm. Now, if your post-workout meal is later and it's going to be your last meal before you go to bed, then you want to have higher fats in your meal before you go to bed. Because what's going to happen is while you're sleeping, you're going to digest that food. It's going to sit in your stomach. You're not going to wake up in the middle of the night as hungry. And you're going to recover while you sleep. Mm-hmm. If you eat something very simple in carbs and you know low in fat, then you're going to blast through that in two hours and you're going to be hungry. Mushroom Swiss <laughs> burger from Whataburger right before bed. No. No. So like example is <laughs> I like doing either uh, salmon and veggies, steak and veggies, or like, you know, another lean protein with like avocado 
you know, you can, if you're a, ve- yeah. a vegetarian, you can do like tofu and avocado. That's like your protein source plus some, you know, healthy fats. Okay. And that's going to like do more for helping that recovery than, you know, eating something quickly to digest. Usually people also, avo- you know, avoid carbs before bed too. So that's like an excuse to kind of have more of your fats in that meal. So that yeah, it's an efficiency thing, but you want to use yeah. your carbs before your, your work and movements and right. stuff. Exactly. Kick your day off, kick off your workout. Yeah, so that was it for that one. Um, You're right. I did send you just the response, but that response lets me remember what the question was. So basically, uh, what he was asking was his his girl was having some issues getting the full range of motion in the squat. And full range of motion in squat is achieved when you have the correct flexibility in your hips and your Mm -hmm. ankles. So um, basically... He has to, they have to determine if... What's the issue? Which one is it? Which one is it? Yeah. If their heels are coming up, then it's their ankles. You know, their, their ankles aren't flexible enough to maintain that heel pressure throughout the entire squat. Also, a lot of it could be a confidence thing. Some people are like, have trouble trusting themselves to lean back. Yes. Because that was my issue. I didn't have a heel flexibility issue. I just like had a trust issue with my ability to balance on my heels. Right. For a long time. Balance. That's a good point. I didn't think about balance as part of it too. Yeah. It's it's just like, because you start leaning back, you start trusting. And like, that's why I always recommend people start with with high bar, not low bar. Mm -hmm. Because like, it feels more centered. (laughs) Yeah. You're not like, this bar is going to crush me. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And then the second part would be like, say if they couldn't reach depth because their chest falls forward or they just like their legs don't bend enough, then it's your hips. Your hips are too tight. You're yeah. not stretching out enough from sitting down all day uh, and you're not doing enough of the hip mobility stretches like the butterfly stretch or the one where you push your elbows out with your, your knees out with your elbows. Yeah. The, the flexibility, I would actually say hip flexibility is going to typically be more of an issue for people who like are at desk jobs. Oh Yeah. Um, if you are someone who's like, cause it's funny. Cause like when I was, uh, work, when I was like a server and selling cars and stuff, like I go ass to grass, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started finding that I have to warm up my hips and I was having hip, uh, mobility issues there, it's when I got to a desk job and I was sitting all day. Right. So it's like, you know, for those of you who have more active jobs, great, perfect. You're probably gonna have less trouble with that. I'd actually say start with the heels. Like if you have right. a job where you're standing frequently, oh, yeah. Start with the heels. It's That's probably the issue. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. Very that good point. Probably the issue. If you have oh, a yeah. desk job, I'm I'm gonna be real with you. It's probably your hips. Yeah. yeah. Start there. Good. Good point. Because like the person on their feet all day, they're probably on their calves, on their heels. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're they don't that. realize how much. Let me fucking tell you. <laughs> if you have a job where you walk, <laughs> you're a nurse. You sell cars. You do something like that. You are instantly Restaurant. far more healthy yeah. than a lot of people. Like, just by just by the very nature that you're moving mm-hmm. all day. Um, but you probably got some tight muscles because you're on your feet all day. Exactly. So, the, yeah. Hey, there's pros and cons. Yeah. <laughs> pros and cons. Pros yeah. and cons. So, ankles and hips. Sweet. Get them flexible. There we go. Boom. Yeah. Cool. Once you diagnose one of those, it's a super easy fix. Yeah. Like, yeah, throw, like if, you're, if your heels are extra problematic, throw like some like half pounders under your heels or get some squat shoes to get that flat base. Um, what I the, saw for heels, besides foam rolling, was they were like doing like a step up but lunging down and then they're trying when they're in the bottom part where their knee was towards the ground they're like rocking their their on their foot back and forward with their knee which isn't like a good motion to do weighted but it's like basically like i don't know i i should repost it on the insta Maybe. the the because it's from this page that i've been following called squat university i showed you yeah you i feel like that, they have yeah. a really good you know 
content focused on improving your squat and like correcting any you know form issues so well, like a big thing session. i like to do before my squats is uh i do no weight on the bar yeah and i just go into a deep squat and i just pause there and i just hang out and like mm-hmm. kind of bounce around left right bounce oh yeah forward back and i just i just live in that pit for like it was like that but with one leg is yeah what they okay were doing. that's what it was that's yeah yeah because I, I just live in that pit for like 10 15 seconds stand up go all mm-hmm. the way back down i try to do that like between three to four times and then typically that like just gives me my brain a little bit of mind muscle connection to like remember where like I'm supposed to be at and like what feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, what I call a warm up. Um, <laughs> it's definitely not, but well, it's, it's good just, for your range of motion. Yeah, exactly. It's your just, heels don't come up when you squat, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it's doing something. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's uh, and that took a long time. Cause my, if you can like find pictures of me squatting like, yeah. on my Instagram and my heels off the ground. Yeah. Cause I'm like squatting in converse. My fucking heels not on the ground. I swear it's hard to get past like two plates if your heels aren't right. You know, it's yeah. like, it's probably not going to happen. It's not. Well, it can happen. Cause what'll happen, you know, I've seen is I've seen guys whose heels are off the ground, their heels are off the ground, and then they literally can't keep their heels off the ground because they have so much weight on their back. So it forces them to do and it. And then their heels are suddenly on the ground. But then they plateau because their body has to like reconfigure to that like type of movement. They don't hit that motion until the end of their workout, not like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So it's like they don't really get it good at exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it'll create a, if you find yourself having a serious plateau, like if you're plateauing at like two plates, a little between two plates and three plates mm-hmm. and you're just not going up. Yeah. You might not be on your heels, right? Right. It, yeah. It's that's possible. Or you just didn't work on your depth in the first place. Right. It's a, it's weird. Squatting is interesting. You can fucking play around with issues that you can fuck up in so many different ways of squatting. Like it's, you'll squat for like 10 years straight. It's like your back's ruined. It's like, what were you doing? It's like, you're bending like a little taco. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. It's squatting can be one of the, like the safest or one of the dangerous exercises, depending on how you do it. Yeah, dude. It's, it's safer than the bench and the deadlift. If you do right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just takes a, it, you got to get your ego out of there. Yeah. That's what the big problem is. Get your fucking ego out of there. Accept that you're not that strong. And then if you're willing to do that for a couple months, so you will suddenly find yourself skyrocketing and you'll increase mm-hmm. your longevity and all of that stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. I love it, man. But uh, did you have another question or was that both of them? No, uh, the other ones were already added up at the top. We talked about about the mindset stuff. So, well, sweet. That's pretty much everything for today. Uh, This was actually a good topic for me. I enjoyed it. It's uh, it's it's just so good to be back. And for those of you that uh, haven't gotten back yet, I really implore that you do try to. It's uh, you're gonna feel a lot better, and it's uh, it's it's an absolute game changer. And as always, you can find us at bns underscore radio you can find me on instagram at dimitri sebastian you can find me at w kendall underscore mft please send your questions like you have been subscribe share like help us out with the algorithm so we can continue to put out better stuff absolutely guys you have a good one